the Maximum Meathead Podcast. All right, here we are for episode two, the Maximum Meathead Podcast. Your host, at Muscle Bill, sitting across from my good friend, Mr. Punchy Paquette. How you doing, buddy? Yo, yo, yo. Always a slice, man. I love doing this, catching up together, shooting the breeze. Yeah. Love it. We got the cognac this time. Yeah, I brought a little cognac. I'm not much of a drinker, but I felt like... Uh, Maybe we should get a little man drink in us tonight. I think that's probably a good idea. And what do you call that? You call it neat, I believe, when yeah, you don't have ice or right. nothing like that? It's that's really, the way to do it. It's the only way I like to drink whiskey really now. You know? Cheers, man. Cheers. We now breathe fire. To the, mus- <laughs> to the muscle. <sighs> so how you been? Good, man. What have you been up to the last couple of weeks? Uh, last few weeks since our last pilot podcast, uh, a few things have happened. Recently just got on the fire department here in town, mm-hmm. which is going to be awesome. The yeah. training is going to be great. Congratulations. Thank you, man. Thank mm-hmm. you. Uh, I'm already in the emergency services with Mine Rescue, so this is going to be a great addition to it. They're going to kind of relate to each other, uh, dealing with fires, car excavation, everything mm-hmm. like that. You going to do a calendar? <sighs> yeah, that's why they actually hired me on, yeah. just for the calendar. Yeah. I'm going to be December. Nice. Merry Christmas. Have <laughs> <laughs> You got the dick in the box down. Other than that, I shot uh, an ad for Blue Star. That's actually pretty exciting. They got new supplements dropping on the 27th. Mm-hmm. So a few animals got all together at the Blue Star headquarters, and we did a workout, filmed it all. It's pretty sweet. There's a nice. little bit of everything there. Everyone had their own little thing going on, so that was a lot of fun. And look out for their new pre-workouts. I got to try them out, and the whole room was buzzing. <laughs> the whole room was buzzing. <laughs> the flavors are amazing. And... Uh, now that that shoot's done, I got a Mine Rescue District competition coming up. Nice. Which, uh, for, your, for people who don't know, the Mine Rescue team is the emergency services underground in mine because fire and police don't go down there. Right. So we deal with any kind of disasters. Do you guys have fires down there potentially? Like, that's kind of a, yeah, oh, that's yeah, a reality, yeah. Yeah, and sure. you know, it's, it's terrible because it's all close quarters, right? Mm-hmm. You're trapped down there, so a fire is a big thing. I mean, caves get filled up with smoke real quick. Yep. So we have uh, the district competition coming up, which is um, My Mine, Compass Minerals, Windsor Mine, and CGC, and we're all going to compete. There's going to be yep. a mock disaster, so we roll in, deal with the disaster, takes a couple hours, there's judges everywhere, and mm-hmm. see which team uh, comes out on top. Should you be guys a lot have, of fun. You won before, I think, right? Yeah, we won actually the other year. We went all the way to the rules, which is great. We won the district. Nice. I, was only, I was a spare on the team. That was when your leg was fucked up, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It hurt uh, even during mine rescue training. I tore my hamstring and my MCL mm-hmm. wrestling out in London. So, yeah, it was kind of shitty, but I got to share the experience with the boys. I just limped limped on in. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, we actually competed at the ruled level in the end against teams from all over the world. It was held in Sudbury. And uh, just an amazing experience, especially to see what other people around the world do in a disaster situation, everyone right. had their own yeah. procedures, and, so, and some of them were haywire, man. They had to stop some of the teams and go, listen, guys, you can't do that here. we gotta, we got to err on the safety side. They're just ready to rig up <laughs> yeah. and fly over cliffs and do whatever they wanted to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, a few of the units were militarized unit. We were out sitting, drinking beers at our hotel, and they're out in uniforms marching. Wow. Yeah, it was, and, it was like at nighttime. Yeah, it was wild. <laughs> <laughs> what's, what's up, boys? <laughs> yeah, what up, boys? Come have a brewski. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So that was good, and uh, so yeah, competition's coming up. That's about all the excitement for me. How about you, man? What have you been up to? 
I uh, went to a muscle testing certification on the weekend. Oh, and listen up, people. <laughs> yeah. Because I just went through this with Muscle Bill, and it blew yeah. my mind. I was, uh, well, I was in Mississauga kind of area in Burlington, and uh, Ken Kanakin down there, he's a fucking, I don't know, voodoo man. It, it was insane, man. Like, you get this room full, of, I think there was 40 people, and uh, just the stuff that you'd see, like, we're dealing with magnets and uh, cell phone and just kind of how they can kind of affect how your muscles fire and your neural connection and everything. It was uh, super cool to see. And Maybe uh, tell me the, the example there with the cell phone that was close to the girl. Tell them that so they get an idea of what you're talking about. Yeah, so it was just some people are, I guess, more sensitive to uh, different energies than others. And, you know, my initial reaction was like, yeah, whatever. It's just fucking, you know, bullshit. But, um, like this girl, the one, the one shoulder test, it's like a, a lateral raise basically. And you have to resist force in like a vertical motion. And this girl had no you know, strength to resist basically. And so she like tested and failed. And then so he, he was able to push her arm down yeah, and just, her hand sticking out sideways. Yep. Tapped it. And this girl's a power lifter, you know, strong, strong girl. And right. she, he basically tapped her hand and her arm fell down and then tapped her hand again, arm fell down. And he said, well, where's your cell phone? She's like, oh, it's in my pocket or whatever. So hands it off to this other girl and like takes a bunch of steps back and then tests her again and she passed. So like her shoulder muscles, I guess we'll say fired. And then she got this other girl to take steps towards the girl who was being tested. And it was, she was probably six or seven feet away and her muscles started to not fire anymore. It was insane. So literally, as she was bringing the cell phone closer yeah. to her, she was getting weaker? Yeah, it wasn't even really like weaker. It was like a yes or no. It's like an on-off switch. Right, the, the muscles yeah. either fire or they don't. Yeah. And That's so unbelievable. She was, like I said, five, six, whatever, seven feet away maybe, and just her arm started falling again. It was nuts. That's crazy, man. Yeah. After what you told me, the few things uh, yeah. with uh, cell phones messing with, muscle activation like i yeah. don't want my cell phone anywhere near my dick yeah dude <laughs> <laughs> i know if it could do that to your leg and shoulders yeah. you know it could yeah. do that to everything because if it's down there all day like <laughs> yeah. how the fuck are you ever going to use it yeah, at nighttime exactly. right what else there's a whole bunch you learned at that uh, seminar yeah. what else uh, stood out really that was the coolest thing the magnets and the cell phones what about what that range of motion i could yeah. i couldn't even lift my hands over my head and within two minutes you had yeah. me yes yeah, walking uh, isometric, agonistic, antagonistic uh, exercise. And it's just basically like resisting force and then opposing muscle groups resisting force. And it just kind of creates that neural pathway or whatever and kind of reminds your body how to work. And then you just, you know, like like you, I did it on you earlier. It's like 30 seconds, 45 seconds. Yeah. And boom, you have range of motion again. Yeah, muscle build tested my... Yeah. My, yeah. what would you call that when you go It was overhead? like your overhand position. You could, yeah, like if I was holding a, a barbell overhead yep. and how I could, how strictly I could go up and my arms wouldn't, wasn't even yeah. close to straight up and down. No, you're at like a 45 degree angle, maybe on kind of a little bit lopsided, but yeah, check out my Instagram because I'm going to post the pictures of yeah. pre and post. I couldn't believe it within two minutes the range yeah. of motion increase. It was nuts. I and mean, that, that's all weekends what we did all weekend. It was cool. That's awesome, man. Yeah. What's the name of that uh, technique again? Sorry. It's called I A A E for short form. So right. okay, yeah, but check it out, guys. I, yeah. it's, uh, muscle Bill was blowing <laughs> my mind with some Houdini shit today. Yeah. It was crazy, and like, uh, it's not something that's long term, you know, or it's not something you got to wait. 
yeah. to see the it's results. Like it's almost instantly. Instant. Yeah. My arm was the, yeah. way more mobile. And like I said earlier, my, my shoulders were similar and they're still, so now it's been like five days and they're still there. Like my, my mobility is still. It's still holding up. Improved. Yeah. So that's awesome. Yeah. Any kind of athlete, any person, yeah. you know, could benefit from that. So I'm hoping to get into a little bit of that, you know, just basically just testing on people and whatever, mm-hmm. but it was, yeah, it was super cool. And, uh, that's really been the highlight of my couple of weeks. Nice man. Nice. Yeah. But, uh. Yeah. Yeah. Good information to bring back for me. You keep doing these courses. Yeah. Just like, what was that other course you took? Sorry to go off on a tangent, but uh, it was a bunch of power lifters and strong men, I believe. And you said that chest day, you now see it oh, as yeah. an arm day. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, Matt Wenning, I was at uh, Swiss 2018. So same guy, Dr. Ken Kanakin sets it up every two years. And uh, basically it's a symposium. There was like, I think 70 uh, presenters just from everywhere. And uh, Matt Wenning, you know, he's a world record holding bench presser. Nice. Any and idea just, what kind of pounds he pushes? Uh, I think it was six six hundred twelve pounds or something oh was God. his record. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I know I know he, he talked about pressing over six hundred like a handful of times yeah. in his life. So it was definitely over six. But he knows uh, his shit then. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah, it really changed my perspective on a lot of things really that weekend. But and that's, I mean, I've known Ken for a few years now just through competing and stuff. But uh, anyway. Definitely love to support him, and it's just a world, like a wealth of knowledge. Just that's awesome, it, yeah. Man. So yeah, just a couple tidbits he told me from that seminar too is like yeah, game changing, man. I'm trying to get my training up a little bit, you know. So yeah, maybe that's good. A little bit more informative. Get or these whatever, courses but, in. Tell me yeah. all the secrets, yeah. and you can come tell all the folks on the podcast the secrets. Sure. Everybody's winning. Shoot me a message, and we'll see if I can get you some yeah, range of motion. Don't tell maybe. all the secrets. I want to keep some for yeah. just me. Well, me too. I'll, I'll teach you, so you can fix me. <laughs> That's right. But uh, anyway, yeah, what'd you, uh, what'd you have for supper last night, man? Oh, this is a catastrophe compared to last time. I ate <laughs> clean last time. I, like I said, I did that shoot uh, that would have been a few days ago. And since then, I've just been eating like a pig. Sure. Not that I dieted very hard for the shoot. I keep it pretty realistic. I don't uh, do any mind-blowing cutting or anything like that. But yes, I can't even tell you everything I ate for supper. Yesterday, I pretty much ate for two, three hours straight. Yep. And that was all I ate for the day. Like a bear, I just put it all in me and then sure. hibernated for the rest of the day. They call that, what is that, uh, time-restricted feeding now, right? So yeah, just falling yeah, into give, that. Give me a good technical yeah. name it. was for on it. purpose. <laughs> <laughs> but basically, it was a lot of, it was a lot of good stuff, like meat and rice, but uh, the Ben and Jerry's snuck in there. Yeah, the little smart cheesecake. food, the half Easter bunny you see me eating the rest of <laughs> yeah, it there. Yeah, I can't eat Easter, man, this is a killer holiday for me. I love that chocolate, especially the chocolate with the rice in there. You guys oh, feel yeah. me out a there? Crunchy. Yeah, yep. crunchy. Oh. <laughs> mm. nice. Luckily, I have snacks all beside me. For those who, yeah, I guess nobody could see. I got gummy bears and a Cliff Bar because I'm a snackaholic. <laughs> yep. Nice. <laughs> What'd you eat for supper? I uh, I had a pretty big chicken titty, to be honest. Oh. Yeah. I got a big Costco pack on Tuesday and uh, cooked it up, so it's probably... I don't know, six, six, seven ounces or so. And then I had a couple of, uh, they call, they're like mini cannellonis. Nice. I got a pack from uh, Costco also and put some of them down last night. Awesome. So you're back to the muscle bill way. A little bit. I'm working on it. Well, we got a dog. Weighing and eating. Yeah. But uh, it was a good one. How's it going, man? G'day, g'day. Yeah. Yeah. It's all good. Jeremy Penn in the house. Yeah. What's going on? Goddard's legend. (laughs) We got a dog. 
<laughs> we have a dog running around us right now. <laughs> this is live and unscripted, folks. You don't know what's going to happen. All of a sudden, there's a dog running through the studio with a toy in his mouth. Yeah, he's friendly. He knows I saved that dog. You heard that yeah, last podcast. Yeah, I was going to say, he's coming over to say thanks, yeah. man. Yeah, <laughs> he's like, I'm going to hang out with this guy. He knows dog CPR. That's right, just in case. <laughs> <laughs> so you ate healthier this time. That's good, man. Yeah, Back man. on track. You weren't on the road like last time. No. So. And but, Costco, uh, can't say enough good things about that. If you're going to get some bulk meats, do you do that a lot? Pretty much, yeah. Yeah. I get a lot of beef and chicken from there, and I'd like to go to like the butcher shop, but I don't have the money, you know? <laughs> yeah, it is, it is a lot more uh, costly, that's for sure. For sure. I'm just terrible with my meal prepping these days. It's mm-hmm. hard. It's hard. You got to be dedicated. It's, it's one, of the, one of the hardest. That and yoga, meal prep and yoga, yeah. are my struggles. I've been going to yoga a little bit too, actually. Nice. Yeah. Nice. Good. But uh, trying, well, really only once a week, but I've missed a couple of them now lately. But Yeah, that's all right, Feels man. good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I can't. Yoga has been the best thing to my training. Yep. And it's the, the thing I do the least. Same. It makes no sense. I'd, I'd never experienced that, like post-yoga feeling i'm in this whole different like mindset you know yeah oh yeah super chill everything feels like slowed down and whatever and i never really understood like what the fuck happens to all these people that get like yoga crazy yeah they just seem all like yoga crazy people <laughs> you know they like have this vibe about them yeah and i'm like okay well that makes sense now yeah you oh, know for sure Because i'm like i last for a couple hours or whatever i'm like real mellow and like i don't know things feel good yeah it slows things down yeah uh, a couple of things i noticed was I, I struggled in some of the static uh, leg stretches sure. because of my mobility. And the other thing was just, uh, I can't remember what the ending is. Something, ha na 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 na. Yeah. Uh, when you just lay there and relax. Shavavana or something. Yeah. yeah okay. When you're just yeah. supposed to lay there and relax. Yeah. Well, until the, the yoga instructor mentioned it, I didn't realize, but I always had something moving. Sure. She's like, hey, okay, don't move your arms. Yeah. And then my legs start going. And I realized I can't sit still, man. Right. And that was like the, the biggest benefit after all was eventually getting my breathing in check and everything and being able to stay still. Sure. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good stuff. You know, it's neat too. Like I find, because we lay on the floor or whatever, right? And like my back muscles are never actually relaxed. Yeah. You know, they come around and say relax and like my shoulders are all propped up and then they're like, no, like actually relax. That's an underrated thing. Just yeah. laying on a hard, solid floor. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it, it feels, feels good. It feels great. Yep. If I didn't have all this craziness with my head and whatever, I would, uh, I'd sleep on the floor for sure. Why is that uh, something you can't do that? No. Like if I lay flat for too long, uh, I get fluid collecting in my head. Oh, really? Yeah. Crazy. So I get all puffy and. Are you still on uh, all those diuretics? Yeah, I'm still yeah. on 160 Lasix a day, yeah. Yeah, which is wild <laughs> if anybody knows yeah. uh, dosaging for water yeah. retention pills. It's a lot. Yeah. But uh, You're anyways. An animal. Was this, uh, did you ask me what I ate and I started talking about yoga? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Next question, <laughs> yeah. please. Well, we got some uh, listener questions last time. I got uh, feedback from different people and try to, you know, get some ideas for going ahead or whatever. And uh, I'm just going to, I'm going to start this one with a little bit of a scenario. A scenario? Yeah. Oh, the way you just looked at me kind of, it's freaking me out. Yeah. I don't know what you're going to say. So we'll just say, let's say you're, you're meeting a cute girl. You see her at the grocery store or something, right? Okay. Cute Everything's girl, all good. We're going to fast forward a bit. She's like, oh, you work out and I work out. Let's hang out. Hanging out at her place, Netflix and chill. <laughs> she doesn't have Netflix. You're in. <laughs> right? Netflix is down. Yeah, it's out of commission. Uh oh. You get the hand down the pants, you're feeling around. What's going on there? Clit dick. Clit what do you do? Dick. What do you say? <laughs> Listener question. What do you guys think of clit dick? Clit. First off, 
whatever listener asked about clit, clit dick, yeah. I love you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going straight in deep on this one. Wow. Okay. Well, the first thing I got to say is this clit dick bigger than my dick. Right. Because uh, that, that's where I draw the line. <laughs> Do you get no, in all seriousness, okay, uh, I don't know. Okay, back in the day, I, uh, I got with a big-time fitness enthusiast. Like, they were big sure. into the game, whatever, whatever. They work out. They worked out hard. Yeah. Like, literally. <laughs> yeah, they worked out hard. <laughs> and that was probably, I have experienced this to... I don't know if it's to the degree of clit dick, sure, but an enormous clit. <laughs> I'm not talking about bigger than my three incher, yeah, but uh, like a good half thumb. Sure, I'm telling you, a half thumb, like a pinky knuckle or something. Yeah, like yeah, uh, sure, I right. did. I had no idea this was a thing until a buddy of mine mentioned it. So right. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going to throw any names out there, no. but uh, it's something you. Co- so, but what would you think? Is it a big deal? You know. Is it a big deal? No, I don't think it's a big deal. Like the it's only only way it's a big deal, like I said, is if it's bigger than my hammer. But right. if it's bigger than my hammer, that's going to make things weird. Yeah, <laughs> that's a different conversation. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Then I got to really check for an Adam's apple and all that shit, right? So. Sure, sure. How about you? You ran into clip dick? No, no. But I thought about this a little bit on the way over here. Okay. And uh, again, I'm going to just stay with me on a little story. So. Let's take something that you're already really good at, all right? And we're going to say that's a liver punch. Okay. Punchy Bouquet is known for his liver punch, ladies and gentlemen. It's his license plate. I love He knows what's up, right? So if you're in the ring with somebody teeing off, you know, you're squared up, getting some punches in, you go, you know, right straight, left hook, liver punch, pop, 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 right? Landing them, feeling good. The problem with the liver punch is how close do you need to be to your opponent to land that shit? You got to be... Like within arm's reach, <clears throat> arm's reach in a sidestep or something, right? Yeah. Realistically, a couple yeah. feet. Yeah. So can you imagine being able to land that same intensity in that same accuracy, you know, that knockdown power from the door of the gym? <laughs> you don't even got to be in the fucking ring and you're landing that shit. Pop, 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 yeah. Dropping them down and you fucking take them out. Yep. Victorious. Joel Success. Paquette takes him out with the liver punch from across the room right now take that analogy okay and put that on clit dick <laughs> you got that same accuracy you don't even gotta see what you're doing you know you're landing that shit because you just do it's right? there you it's, can't miss yeah, you, can, you can't miss i know what you're saying you get the nerve endings i'm saying I don't, i'm not much of a doctor but i feel like if you got you know 10 20 times the nerves you got 10 20 times the sensitivity and I don't see that as a real bad thing. Now, I'm not going to condone, you know, the activities required to get this kind of phenomenon happening. Which is what? Well, I'm not sure. I've never come across it. But, you know, <laughs> whatever that may be. But uh, I don't know. I'd say just roll with that shit. So basically, if, uh, if you're new to eating pussy, <laughs> you want to find a girl with clit dick. <laughs> Cause you're, Chances are you'll do a lot better. Instantly you'll, you'll be find, good. You'll find sure. that sucker. That's right. <laughs> So if you're at the grocery store whatever you're doing the search at the grocery (laughs) store, just look for, you know, whatever you may picture that to be. Okay, so who would have the clit dick? Like I don't know. It's obviously someone leave that to uh, the listener. It's a listener question. High hormones or what Yeah. Is that that what it is? I think probably, yeah. Maybe they just It's gotta be correlated somehow. They're probably stronger than me. Mm. Yeah. Mm, I see. Yeah. So look for a chick that can bench press you. Right. 
Okay. I mean, you should anyways, probably, really, because that sounds good. But What an interesting question. Thank you, viewers. Yeah. Thank you. So, but anyways, that's a good one. <laughs> that is a good one. I, I love it. I love it. But um, And if you have any clit dick stories, I yeah, want to hear about Shoot them in. Give yeah. us a message. Send them in. Yeah, I want it. And if there's pictures, whatever. <laughs> we won't judge. The DM. <laughs> Slide in the DM. What, what necessitates or your histic criteria? I don't know. You know, yeah. see what happens. Sounds like a good thing. Like you said, liver shot from punch room uh, across the room. Yeah. Man. But uh, ding, ding, ding. And so another one, if you could only have one exercise in the gym, what would it be? Ooh. Ooh, one exercise. One exercise yeah. to rule them all. Yeah. You know, you got, let's say you got 20 minutes. Okay. You're getting to the gym. You can only have time to do really one good something. Yep. You know, what is it? Well, for me, because I'm always, uh, I'm lifting for, uh, usually for, for fighting, right? I want to build some kind of explosiveness or some sure. kind of, I, I hate to say functional strength because I think functional is overused. Yeah. But I want something toe-to-head type deal. Mm-hmm. Right off the top of my head, this is a tough one because it all depends on your goals. But uh, I really like the one-handed dumbbell overhead snatch sure is it called yeah now is that with the press as well from the shoulder or that's straight from straight like, from the ground right yeah, from okay. the top and i like to hold it up in the air and what they call a waiter carry sure yeah. as you overhead. keep that stable and i step one foot forward yep. hold it for a few f- seconds bring it back step the other foot forward hold it for a few seconds i just find the stability muscles it uh, lights up throughout the sure. whole body is oh, great yeah. so if i'd say one exercise would probably be that you know it just it gets that explosive power that i need gets my legs, hips, and when I'm uh, upstairs contracted with the dumbbell over my head, yep. my upper body's getting a workout too. Sure. That or the sled push. That's a tough one, man. Kind of your the sled your push is one up. of the yeah, exactly. It's one yeah. of those. If I want if I wanted to just burn out, yeah. I'd probably sled push. Sure. Because that kills me. Well and that's yeah, super high intensity. That's about the epitome of hit training. You yeah, know? yeah, exactly. Yeah. Just get as much weight as you can and try to drive it because I'm a forward guy, right? Just sure. drive forward. How about you, man? That's a tough one. Yeah. It's, I mean, like, I can't really do much right now, so I'm just going to say hypothetically, but uh, I think I'd go deadlift. The the king, the deadlift, yeah. Just because, for one, I like it, it's like a static hold. And again, as you said, if you hold at the top end of the position, like, you get a good trap kind of engagement, your whole back. Um, My leg drive was always kind of poor, so I kind of did a stiff-legged deadlift almost a bit, but um, ideally, you get more leg drive, so you could quad and uh you know glutes back everything so now i see a lot of girls going sumo style sure compared to regular conventional deadlift is is that because a lot of females are trying to focus on the hips and glutes i feel like that's probably what they're trying to do and i'm not gonna say in definite terms but i feel like well is that what the sumo would do in comparison to the standard it's more a hamstring dominant movement and less uh, upper body back movement we'll say so a lot of women to gen- like generalize they don't have as much upper body strength compared to males right so you have an, a mechanical advantage in that you're typically the lower extremities are you know bigger and stronger than a male so or than their upper body anyways so you get a lot more power with the less strong upper body if that makes sense hmm. i just i just so, noticed it like uh my yeah. girlfriend lifts a lot she pulls quite a bit for uh yeah a small girl you know what i mean she's deadlifting 300 pounds sure. and Haley at the shoot she's a strong woman too 
and both of them are doing sumo. Yeah. Every guy that was uh, deadlifting that day, yep. I, I noticed was doing just the regular standard legs yep. closer in and the females were doing mm-hmm. the sumo. And I was wondering why that is. And I just figured it was because they wanted to hit the posterior side a bit sure. more on the legs. But Well, I mean, and like I said, I think it's got a lot to do with upper back strength. Um, and also, again, there's obviously that drive on glute training specifically now and yeah. all these people oh, are definitely. trying to fucking grow an ass or whatever. Yeah. But also, like, I think what people don't realize is sumo is a much more technical lift than the conventional deadlift. So, like, your positioning and really your potential for risk, like, the way that your hips work, they aren't meant to really operate in that sort of range of motion or in that sort of function required to do that so if you don't have the right in the sumo you're talking yeah because yeah. You, I, I i'm not scientifically inclined enough to really speak on that in like a formal way but i just know that it, it takes a lot more uh out of your hips to get into that position properly and then also like you have a much tighter wedge really to get it. so i feel like there's a lot of people pulling sumo who shouldn't be or don't know how to optimally we'll say right so i don't know if it's a good trend or not as you said, there's a lot of strong people doing it now, and it's not for me. Yeah, but, and I uh, love just the variations. Like a, when you say the sure. deadlift, right? Yeah. Most people exactly. think of one way to do the yep. deadlift, but there's very many ways of doing yeah. the deadlift. You, know? you can do the barbell, like you said, conventional, sumo, dumbbell, stiff leg. Yeah, you yeah know? exactly. So, the list goes on, and they all yep. uh, attack different parts of the body, so yep. they all have their time and place. Mm-hmm. I know I was doing a... Uh, trap bar deadlift. Yeah, right. Jesse Ronson, a fighter out of London, said that's only good if you're going out plowing the fields, bud. <laughs> I like laugh. He's like, that's yeah. the whack bar. You don't want to use that. And, you know, I love the trap bar. Man, and that's good for quad development too. You oh, know? it's like, great. I think yeah. it's great. Every, like I said, everything has its yep. uh, its place depending on your goals. Absolutely. And whatnot, right? I really just, the overall, I like trap training. So yeah. if you can kind of overload your traps and well traps are beastly right girls yeah. like that and even even like women train them too but for some reason women seem to have responsive traps often so mm-hmm. anyway i like the deadlift i don't really have a runner-up handy but uh, that'd be my one nice nice what yeah. were you deadlifting when you did your powerlifting? uh my so my pr was 545 in a conventional pull hell so yeah good pull man I was pretty stoked what about body it. weight you're under 200 I want to say that I was like 204. I weighed okay, in that day, so something like that. Yeah. Around there I didn't make the 198 class, but I didn't cut. So, oh, by the way, speaking of deadlifts, I said I wouldn't go on all these tangents, but <laughs> yeah. people need but to know. People need to know about the hook grip. Right. Yeah. You ever heard about that? Absolutely. I when can't you hook do your it. thumb? Yeah. My little meat mitts, they don't, they don't work. Okay. Listen, folks, I couldn't deadlift without straps or any of that shit. Yep. Three plates. Right. Okay. It just, my grip would give out. Double overhand. Right, double overhand. Yep. And if I did the opposite hands, what yep. do you call that? Neutral grip. Neutral grip. Yep. It would always make some kind of weird imbalance when I Absolutely. pulled. Like one yep. side would pull more than the other. Yep. So Adam Cloet from Blue Star, who he heard from Titan Training, Matt Dashu, Matt Dashu, Kitchener Rec Room, mm-hmm. about the hook grip. So you grab your own thumb around the bar, look it up. I won't go into details. Yeah. Which there's I'll, technique to that too. Yeah. There's, just go try that. Yeah, yeah. There's a big, big technique. <laughs> Anyways, long story short, I couldn't do three plates on there. The other day, I deadlifted 450 raw nice. doing the hook grip double overhand. Yep. Couldn't believe it. Yep. Changed my game entirely, man. I, so in, in going on that tangent, actually, we'll talk about uh, another question we've got that we're going to, I think, stick around. But what's in our gym bag? Um, I didn't have straps for years. I just thought those are for fucking pussies. I have no use for straps if I can't lift it, 
want to use my hands, you know? But in saying that, I pulled neutral and I have a shitload of imbalances even still. It's been like three years almost since I've power lifted. But uh, my back is just completely, I don't know, fucked up basically in my traps and my shoulders from doing neutral grip. And so, you know, when going back, if I wasn't training to compete, I wouldn't be worried about really my grip at it so much at all. Like eventually I got straps and then I would do rack pulls with like, I would do 475 for sets just to overload my upper body basically, right? Like right. I wasn't really worried about my lockout strength so much as I just wanted to overload my traps and my forearms, you know? So I really liked straps for that application, but as I said, my, my hands are way too small to do hook grip. I can't, right, I can't right. even do it. So, but mind you, I was double overhand. I could still pull like five or three sixty-five roughly before my grip was given out. So I didn't ever worry about it. Decent. I was, you know, I was happy if I <laughs> right? break, yeah. Yeah, break no three doubt, plates, man. you no know. Doubt. But usually around three fifteen, I'd switch into neutral grip and then pull the heavier stuff that way. But uh, awesome. Yeah. Anyway, so in my in my gym bag, that was one of the things I did eventually get. Um, give us a give us a quick detailed list of what's in your gym bag yeah just fire off some things that are in there so always in my gym bag is a red band it's been there for like years elastic band yep just okay. a stretchy band low resistance resistant band um i keep my shoes obviously um i have a peanut one of those double ball roller things oh yeah Whatever. i know what you're talking about for yeah. trigger points and whatnot yeah i don't use it a lot but it's pretty light and i keep it in there anyways yeah but uh pretty much my big ones are the red band my shoes used to keep my belt and I, a, a set of collars, the uh, the locking collars, so you don't have to use those fucking springs. Oh, right. I know yeah. what you're talking about. Keep them in there all the time. Cause Bring your own locks. So Yeah. <laughs> so many gyms just don't have them, or they don't have enough of them, or they have one, or whatever right, the fuck. Right. It's just so annoying. So for the 20 bucks, I think I got it at a Fitness Depot or something, and I just keep them in there. You know, I, I haven't used asshole. them in years, but they're in there. <laughs> you use so, your belt a lot? Not anymore. I used to basically over three plates. I'd use my belt for squatting. So for squatting, okay. Yeah, and deadlifts. I didn't really like it. Use it? No, not really. I can't get into it, man. I can't get into any kind of uh, lifting equipment. Sure. I just. I guess it's it's weird, you know. Yeah, I seen them putting on their bench press suits. Oh yeah. Or their onesie suits. Yeah. At the shoot. Holy jeez, man! That's a that's a two man thing. They were wearing bench shirts there. Yeah. Oh, Oh, it's crazy. I couldn't believe. uh, And I would have thought those bench shirts. What I'm talking about, guys, is people that compete it's in a, a single big fly, power yeah. lift. It's yeah. like a big onesie or a, a singlet, I guess, that's made of hard material that basically if you bend over. Yeah, it's that, canvas. It's canvas. Yeah, it has yeah. no stretch. It's going to shoot you up. Yeah, it's technique, right? So a bench shirt is a lot different than uh, if you're lifting raw. You're obviously using your body and muscles, right? Where if you're in a bench shirt, you're using a lot of – it's technical, you have to find the groove. You pretty much have a vertical bar path because you need to stretch the shirt in a particular manner. Right. Otherwise, the bar just fucking slingshots into your face. So uh, It looked like yeah. a whole task to itself just oh, yeah. wearing these suits. So I, there's not a lot of multiply guys locally so much anymore. There's definitely still some. I know a couple guys, but uh, it's a lot more work. It's, it's fucking painful. You know, those shirts pinch the shit on your skin. You get stretches and burns. It's crazy. Oh, yeah. These, yeah, yeah it, this did not yeah. look comfortable. And their blood pressure, they said, spike oh, yeah. is insane. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, they expected nosebleeds just walking around with the suit. I mean, Absolutely. holy jeez. It's yep. crazy. But, it's crazy. What do you use the rubber bands for mainly? Uh, just activation for the most part. So if I get to the gym, I'm doing, um, well, for one shoulder activation, sometimes just like supinated pull-aparts, that kind of stuff. Uh, if I'm 
not so much now, but doing lower body, I would do like just a red band uh, deadlift, just warming up my glutes and right, some right. of that stuff, working into my warm up a bit. So it's just kind of a, I like it for everything. You can do like one arm face pulls, like external rotation drills. You can do really anything. I used to use it for um, bicep curls too, like at the end yeah. of my workouts. I do burnouts for 20, 30 reps, just a couple sets to get a good pump on and nice. get some blood flowing. So the red band, I really use it for so much shit, like all the time. So, and even still, like I said, I can't do a lot of uh, barbell stuff for last fall. I couldn't even really touch a barbell. So I use a red band. Really, that was my first kind of step towards going back to lifting uh, last fall. So Kind of in the rehab work too, right? Yeah. That's the other thing it's great for, any kind of injuries. And yeah. You, you and want some good. kind of full resistance. It's self-adjusted tension. You know, it's too yeah. hard. Just give yourself a little more slack. Yeah. But, Take uh, a step forward. Yep. Yeah. That's pretty much it, I think. I got my shoes. Um, and then obviously, What about like, any supplements? Anything you carry in your bag? No. No, I'm not taking very much stuff right yeah, now. Yeah, you're not big on the subs, eh? No. I, well, I got creatine at home, and I still take a protein sometimes and stuff. But, yeah, uh, yeah I haven't taken supplements really in the last couple of years because I, I haven't been able to train hard enough that I felt it was kind of justified. So Right, right. With exception of, like I said, creatine, I've been keeping that mostly in the rotation. So Yeah, pretty fundamental. Yeah, I think so. And there's some science on that now with like brain function and stuff that I'm not really well versed on. But uh, I just do five grams whatever days I think about drinking it, you know. <laughs> I got to start bringing my rubber bands in my bag like you do. Like I have them yeah. in my, my living room is not a normal living room. I mean, I got an inversion table, heavy bags yep. laying there. Yep. Uh, it's going to be a little fitness center is what it's going to be. But uh, I need to start bringing those rubber bands with me to the gym. In my bag, I don't bring that, but I do bring, it's like a, it's like a stick, kind of like a foam roller, but you hold oh, yeah, it with yeah. your hands. Yep, so you I can, one of those. You can manually rub it everywhere. Yep. I got one of those. <laughs> I got a skipping rope. Yep. Always got gloves, my boxing shoes, uh, foam roller usually because that's a that's an everyday thing. Sure. Foam roll, foam roll in the morning when I wake up. Now mostly just your back or what? Yeah, mostly just my back and my yeah. glutes. Yeah, right. Too. I've I've realized that a lot of my lower back problems have been due to tight hamstrings or yeah. glutes. Sure. Just a lot of pulling where I was always stretching my back and that wasn't the cause of it. No, so. you're yeah. I'm back on my inversion table a little bit. The tables that turn you upside down but I did have ACL surgery on my one knee and it feels like it puts a bit of strain on there. Yeah. So I think I'll just uh, tone it down on how inverted I go right? and maybe the duration as well because it seems like it doesn't bother as, as much, but the vertebrae decompression of that tool is right. unbelievable. There's nothing else like it. Sure. I mean, we're always putting weight on ourselves, just gravity walking around all day. It's weight on our spine. Yep. So to flip upside down on that table is just so relieving. I never, I never liked them myself, but like I said, I've got some weird shit with the blood flow in my head or whatever. So, but yeah, and that's one thing some people don't like is the rush yeah. of blood to the sure to the head when you're upside down. But it might be another thing where you'd have to change the level, right. the level that you go. Maybe the duration. Yep. Maybe there would be a good way of, of doing it hmm. because it's, there's nothing like it unless you get someone to come and just pull on your legs, right. which I like to do too. Which. <laughs> Yeah, grab onto something. Hey, honey, pull my legs. Yep. <laughs> Not that one. <laughs> now pull the middle one. Yeah, yeah. Just stay on that one for a bit. <laughs> I think that's pretty much it for my gym bag, other than you my- You keep supplements, though, yeah? Yeah, I do. I keep, uh, I'm lucky enough to work with Blue Star, and I've been using their supplements for years, so yep. I always have pre-workout 
a new PPK just launched, so I have a new addiction, this watermelon. Yeah, I smell it. It smells fucking Deliciousness. Good. Oh, yeah. my God, man. I I know <laughs> this summer I'm just going to be drinking that shit all the time. Yeah. A little bit of ice, a little bit of PPK, <laughs> buzzing off some caffeine and some pump products. You yeah. Remember when we did the super pump and fucking whiskey? Oh, yeah. Day? That's called <laughs> yeah. the Paquette around yeah. the Sarnia location yeah, yeah. where I went to college. I'd always mix uh, before the bar. <laughs> Super pumped too. By the way, do not do this. Yeah. This, this was before I was with Blue Star, and I'd take Gaspari Super Pump 250, which wrecked everybody's stomachs. Yeah. Everybody has a story about <laughs> Super Pump wrecking your Super, stomach. Yeah. And I'd mix it with whiskey before going out, and I, it was just my fire water, man. Got For me sure. amped up, got me all veiny and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like wine on steroids. Yeah, you know? ready yeah. to attack. Yeah. You just jump in. <laughs> yeah, I don't keep the whiskey in the gym bag, though. I probably should. Just a cognac. At the today podcast. the cognac was in there. So yeah, yeah, maybe it's a new trend. It's nice. I've never had cognac till today. No, me neither. Uh, I, I probably had it in the past. I just don't remember. But like I said, I'm not. Uh, yep. Not a big drinker. So, but it is nice to have a little chest warming drink. I mm-hmm. gotta admit, you got a little sweat on it. Yeah. Oh that. yeah. Oh yeah. I'm warm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, what, do you do anything else for recovery? Then you got. You said you got your inversion table, and uh, well, I think that's called the stick. Is what mine was called, that roller thing for Makes your sense. Quad. Looks like a stick. Yeah. That's, I think that's what mine was. I got that. I got the AccuBall, which is just a round studded ball yeah. I, I use for trigger points. And do you have any common ones? Like, where do you put it? Uh, uh, big one is, oh, what the hell is the name for it? It's in my back. It's almost like the rhomboid area, but it's specific to me because I have a nerve that gets messed up in my neck. Around T4. And it attacks yeah. up my, in your upper back? My upper back, which pulls out a rib all the time. Sure. So that's one of the things I deal with. And lately, just stepping on it with my foot, too. Just putting oh, yeah. my foot and rolling my foot. Sure. I can't believe how good that feels. Like, I'm a yep. little ticklish. So yeah. at first, it's like, yeah, but if I stomp that bitch, yep. like I mean it, there's no tickles. <laughs> 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 yeah. It's crazy what, uh, what that can do. I mean, uh, there's a whole. Uh, 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 how do you say that? There's a whole study on the the trigger points in the foot and how sure. it affects your whole body, right? Absolutely, yeah. Oh, it's great, man. There's a, a podcast I just listened to recently, um, Muscle Intelligence with Ben Pakalski. Right. Check it out. Yeah, there's some information on foot, just tactile stimulation on your foot before a workout. Right. It can change your, um, basically, your proprioceptive kind of everywhere. So, nice. Yeah, nice. You, I don't really, I didn't, do the video or whatever. I guess there's another uh, TED talk or something about it too, but yep. uh, super cool stuff. And I always train barefoot or with flip-flops. So I mean, my, my feet get <laughs> banged flip-flops. up a little bit, right? Yeah. Sure. The flip-flop. I didn't realize how weird that was until at the, at the shoot mm-hmm. I roll in, it's, it's uh, snowing outside. I roll in with flip-flops. Yeah. And it was, you working out in those? Oh yeah. These are my gym shoes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how I roll. Yeah. I just, I got a, uh, their Vivo footwear. So they're the barefoot shoes. Oh yeah. And yeah. I was last, well, last, spring i guess i bought a pair of the uh, vibrams too nice so, how'd you like them oh i love them i love yeah. them except for my feet would sweat so much they sure. would stink yeah and that's the problem too i guess i washed them and shit put them in the freezer sometimes kind of kills the scent but in the yeah. freezer yeah oh yeah yeah in case you got a little girl on for a frozen foot just in case <laughs> <laughs> but no i like them i last summer like i said I, I did a lot of walking outside yeah and uh well f- started because i couldn't put shoes on i had my feet were swollen like a motherfucker really couldn't but, even uh, put the shoes on yeah i was wearing flip-flops and then my feet started hurting so anyways eventually the swelling went down and i started bought these pair of uh vibrams 
Nice. Walked around town and wore the fuckers out. Yeah, I love them, man. But yeah, and it feels good. Like my feet, um, well, my mindset was I wanted to strengthen something because I couldn't strengthen much. So I was strengthening my lungs and my feet. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. You know how important those two things are, though? Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, I really should be focusing on these more often. Especially the lungs. I just yeah. did the shoe with David Morin, and uh, he's a big advocate of breathing, and he's actually yeah. got a product out there to help you breathe. And we had a little discussion how breathing is everything. Sure. It literally is everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I take it to fighting, if you're fatigued, fatigue will make a coward out of anybody. Absolutely. You could be the best guy out there at everything. If you're tired, you're fuck all. If yep. you can't breathe, you can't do shit. Yep. Breathing is everything. I mean, from yoga to scrapping to just uh, to relaxing in all your day life. Exactly. You yeah. know, you take a little break yep. and you do 20, 30 deep breaths. Yep. That could change your whole day. could change it, your whole afternoon. I think it takes, again, I'm just pulling a number here, but I think it's more like five. You know, you can do oh, yeah? five deep breaths at any time in your day and it helps de-stress. Like, well, according to my PhD of fuck all, yeah. you're probably right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> when I've started, I got the Headspace app too. Uh, What's that? Last fall. It's a meditation app. It's like a guided meditation. Oh yeah. So it so, talks to you? Yeah. It's like this British guy, super relaxing. Sounds, mm, I'd want a girl probably. So here, Well, you might be able to change it. This is another little side tangent too, talking about Headspace. But uh, you ever heard of? I think it's AMSR or ASMR or something like this. The blood flow restriction? No, no, <laughs> no. This is, so from our last podcast, again, some of the feedback I got was uh, I think it's AMSR. Never heard of it before. Didn't okay. know what it was about. I said, I don't know what that is. Please inform me. <laughs> right? I said, oh, just type it into YouTube. So I'm like, all right, type it into YouTube. Hit the enter button on the old laptop. And up pops these fucking chicks with their tits out in their bras, like these giant tits with like skimpy little bras on. And I'm like, this doesn't seem like it's applicable to my podcast. I'm not. I didn't sure. smell or spell boob. <laughs> <laughs> right? Like, there's no, there's no titty. A S M R. Something okay. like that. Yeah. All right. Anyway, so I'm like, whatever. Click on the thing, and there's this chick, just like in the thumbnail, like bra on these big headphones kind of like we're doing and she's got these two microphones one on each side of her head and she just like whispers into them it's super weird and so she goes to one says something and goes the other one says something else and i couldn't figure out i don't know if this is like a boner thing it's like a i'm gonna listen to this because well, what kind of what kind of stuff is she saying she just was like she like say, not even, not even she words. Say, pss, pss. Dude, yeah, I don't know. I oh, couldn't, okay. I couldn't okay. pick it out. Keep going. It was just like this weird whisper that I couldn't really even hear. But then she just went back and forth. And so I fast forwarded. And I'm like, all right, well, is she going to like take her shirt off and do some kind of crazy <laughs> sex shit or something? <laughs> nope. She's just hanging out there. This ASMR is bullshit. Yeah. It didn't make any sense. So anyways, I'm not sure what it is, but that was something that I got uh, that our feedback, our podcast was rather relaxing to listen to. But uh, anyways, so I couldn't tell if this was like a boner thing or a relaxing thing or what the fuck this is all about. But in saying that, going back to the Headspace app, this dude's voice is quite relaxing. Yeah. So I'm listening to that doing uh, five and 10 minutes. Hold on, hold on. Yeah. First off. Yeah. So what was this ASMR? Dude, I don't know. Oh, you still don't know? No, I didn't look at it. Okay, just... so someone else go out there, listen to all the shit, because Bustle Bill didn't want to, because <laughs> yeah. there was no titties, <laughs> well, and tell us what that is about, okay? I just couldn't figure it out. Someone I... leave that in the comments, yeah. please. Send us a message and let me know. Yeah. But it's, I assume it's some sort of fetish or something, Okay. but it's then also maybe something to do with relaxing. 
Right, right. So this guy's doing the same thing to you without showing tits? Yeah. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> Which is really preferred. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's no. good, man. Anyways, I got to get out of here. Time's Anyway, uh, time's yeah. <laughs> it's time to go. But, uh, yeah, so the meditation thing's been going well. Yeah, I, good. I've been trying man, it before good. bed. There's, uh, like I said, in the app, it's super easy to do, but um, sleep. There's like a section, you just click yep. play, say 5, 10, 15, 20 yep. minutes, whatever, so. Nice. I'm glad the awareness about all that stuff is going up. I mean, meditation, yeah. all that. Luckily, I had a, a long background in martial arts where mm-hmm. that kind of stuff, it was pretty prevalent. Sure. And uh, so I've dabbled in all sorts of shit, and I'm a huge believer, man. I mean, just checking yourself in mentally once in a while, even if yep. you're zoning out or zoning in, yep. you know, the, it all has its function. The one thing you mentioned, uh, relaxing, and I've been trying it lately, before bed because i have a hard time sleeping yeah i have two lately actually yeah. do you yeah. i take a ghp from blue star but when i don't have any sure it's got that the same shit that's in the turkey tryptophan tryptophan yeah okay. yeah tryptophan yeah. mixed with melatonin man oh yeah i don't like a fucking rock see you later tonight <laughs> <laughs> anyways when i don't have that stuff and i yeah. gotta sleep the real way the natty way I have uh, been trying this thing called square breathing. I guess oh, yeah, yeah, the military. Yeah, I've done yeah, that too. Yeah, the military really yeah. push it. So you breathe in. Let's say you breathe in for a count of three. Yep. Then you hold for a count of three, mm-hmm. breathe out for a count of three, hold for a count of three. And as as I do it, my uh, my numbers go up, right? So yep. then eventually- Go to four. Go to yeah, five. like yep. when I first start, I could breathe in maybe three seconds. That's sure. it. By the end, I'm like six, seven, eight seconds. Yeah crazy the difference it makes yeah. just within a few minutes absolutely but uh it works man yeah it well, works science on that it's the way your brain interacts with your heart and the adrenals i'm i'm keen to try it like in a, a very nerve-wracking situation like maybe next fight or something in the back room sure really focus on my my breathing which i never did before and i don't yep. know why yep. because it's 100 percent everything uh-huh and uh yeah that's one of the tools hopefully i'll take back with me yeah that i've been testing out lately i started incorporating it almost about a year ago to the date really just before my heart surgery and stuff I was nice getting, nice just handle all the stress and all yeah that, right? like anxiety and shit and yeah just, yeah for sure it's an odd thing i never really had that before so yeah yeah you know what me neither man i'm like uh depression i felt first when i got injured sure and anxiety i feel more now than i ever have before mm-hmm. which is weird because i have a good life man like i have nothing to complain about i know i'm blessed but uh it just goes to show you everyone feels that shit, yeah. right? Everyone's going through this weird stuff, even if it doesn't make sense. Half the time, I don't know why. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yep. It's, it's life, man. It's just life in 2019, I think. Yeah. You got these fucking screens all the time. It's fast, fast, fast. Dopamine, dopamine. Yeah, exactly. You know? We were talking about that yeah. earlier, right? Those yeah. dopamine hits, you just get so addicted to it where you're looking yeah. for the next one. Well, you know, I remember being a kid, and as I'm sure you do too, but like you were bored. And that was cool. You know, it was fine. Yeah. You know, how many times do you find you're bored now for more than fucking five minutes? Yeah, you flip on your phone when you're bored. Right? What do you do? You go to your phone or, you know, oh, I'm going to text this person or whatever, go for a fucking drive, go here, go there. How many times do you just sit in your house for six hours bored? Yeah. You don't go on your computer, you don't go on your phone, watch fucking YouTube and shit. You U- know? You jizz. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, I mean, YouTube, I mean. Yeah. Either way, you, <laughs> you jizz, I jizz, you know, I don't judge. But, you know, but seriously, like, I think that that's part of it too, is just you're not, being bored doesn't seem like an option anymore, you know, and also it seems as an adult now, it's like counterproductive to like, well, I could be doing something else that's more yeah. productive or to do like, whether it's towards something financial or your interest or whatever, but like, you know, 
they talk about self-care and stuff, and I'm not an expert in that by any means, but like, I think everybody, I don't know about a lot of people, but for the most people that I know, you're never more than 50 feet from your front door. Yeah. Right? So if you're feeling fucking stressed out or, you know, whatever, bored and all this shit, just take the fucking 20 steps to your door and go outside, you know? I don't care if it's wintertime here. Like, I've done it a lot this past winter even, but you just open your door and breathe in that fucking air. Yeah. Like, it's. I didn't, I mean, I had an appreciation before, but it was definitely rekindled. Like, my lung collapsed and all this other shit a year ago. And, like, literally my goal every day was to breathe, you know? Yeah. And, like, that just changes everything, you know? It's your like whole perspective, man. And you get that breath of fresh air. Like, again, you're in the hospital and like, you're breathing this fucking stale, you know, really just shit. But as soon as you get that, like, I remember stepping outside and the door had my walker and shit. And it was just, like, this big breath of, like, you know, and that's, oh, that's, that's real. That's life in my lungs, you know? That's yeah. real. Yeah. Like. Down to the basics. Man. And it's just that feeling that I try to remember, like like I said, with different stuff yeah. like anxiety and stuff. It's like I just try to go back and think about, like, it wasn't that long ago when literally my main goal was to take 10 deep breaths because I couldn't. You Crazy, know? man. Crazy. So it's just perspective. And it's like, all right, you take those 10 deep breaths now. And as you said, with this box breathing or square breathing, whatever you want to call it, yeah. you take those in and you just calm down. And you're like, all right, first of all, that works and just a physical level. I don't know the science and all that shit, but anyways, it does. And second of all, it gives you the 10 breaths to just appreciate. We're in fucking alive, man. We're above the, we're above the ground. 100%. The sun's shining, and here we are, you know? Being so, the moment, man, yeah, man, 100%. So dopamine or not, whatever, but anyways, I think that being bored is something that needs to come back because I think it also stimulates imagination and all oh, that shit. This is cra- just, I 100% agree with you, man. man. I couldn't agree with you more. Like yeah. we, didn't, we didn't talk about this beforehand, no. but I used to be so goal-driven, like, mm-hmm. I got to work fucking hard. I got to do this. I got to do this. I got to do this. And now I almost yep. aim to have a little bit of boredom. Man, I do. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Just yep. sit back. I don't care. Dude, I'm an Enjoy asshole the in that easy sense. things, man. Absolutely. Like, I'm a person. I've been doing some personality testing and stuff, too, kind of recently. But, like... One of them is like, do you do things because you tell yourself to or because other people tell you to? And there's like this whole spectrum of shit. And I'm like, I will do things that I feel are important regardless of how they affect those around me. Yeah. <laughs> so it's like, I don't want to do this right now. I'm not going to do it. I'm going to go go outside and take some breaths. Or I'm going to go for a walk. Like I've been walking, um, well, largely for my heart, but then also Stan Efferdine's kind of protocol with the vertical diet and stuff yeah, after yeah, I eat. Yeah, little walks. I, yeah. I watched some videos on that. So I've been doing those, but like, I don't give a fuck where I am, who's around, what's going on. If I'm eating and it's not pissing down rain or minus 40, I'm going for my walk. And if you want to come with me, giddy up. Yeah. Otherwise, I'll be back in 10. Yeah. You know, but yeah. it's, and I feel better. You know, like I said, I'm outside, I'm breathing. It's the air, it's the sun, it's the dark, man. man. So... That's made a big change in my psychology just day to day is, like I said, it's just a fresh air. It's fucking simple, man. Life's, life's complicated. Just step back. This is why I want a dog. When yeah. the girlfriend comes sure. over and she excuse. brings her dog, first thing we do in the morning, yep. the dog's in my grill, you know, rubbing his little yep. fur nose. Hey, man, you and, saved my life. Yeah. And <laughs> I was not an animal lover before I could give a shit. You know, if, you, if yeah. your dog needs to go out, I'll put the bullet in it. Don't matter to me, right? Yep. No feelings attached to animals. Mm-hmm. Now it's a different story, man. Yeah. <laughs> Don't be pointing that gun on my dog. What up, man? My yeah. girl's dog, anyways. Yeah. But the point is, in the morning, <coughs> wakes us up. 
Yep. We get out, we brew coffee, we go for a walk, we walk the dog. Yeah, beautiful. And when we don't have the dog, we don't do that, and yep. it changes the day entirely, Your man. Your whole psychology changes, man. Yeah. Oh, we go, we walk down to the beach right now, all the yep. water's frozen, it's beautiful, we're sipping on coffee, it's just you're breathing air, like you said, it's just the simple things. Yeah, man. Enjoying life, enjoying waking. Yep. Like waking up, man. Yep. Every day is a, an excellent day for me. I think like I have this, I don't know if I have this doomsday thing in my head or what, yep. but I always say I'm going to die soon. <laughs> sure. I've been saying that forever. Like yeah. I didn't, I didn't have a pension cause I was like, fuck that. I ain't going yeah, to live 40. past 30. Sure. Then I live past 30. And I'm like, okay, well, fuck. How did I do this? I'm not going to make it past 35. Yeah. Well, yeah. And who knows, what, right? Knock, knock, who motherfucker. Knows? <laughs> we're there, you know? <laughs> but yeah, the simple things now, man. And I, I used to say walking was bullshit, stuff like that. Like, that's not exercise. Yeah. But it's a different exercise. It's, yep. a, it's a mind exercise. That's right. You know? It's recovery, you know? Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay. You're not going to build big quadzillas going for a walk. Sure. But you know, you go for a walk a little bit uphill, downhill, breathe a little yeah. heavy air. And autonomic ser- nervous system training too, right? Yeah. You're getting oh, yeah. sympathetic, you're parasympathetic, and it just all ties back in. And that's biggest recovery tool I've done is definitely walking. Walking? Yes, sir. Hey, you know what, man? We're probably on the same page on yeah. that. Yeah. It's just the, the, the multiple things it hits, it's just mm-hmm. so satisfying. Yep. And you, 10 years ago, if you would ask me about walking, Motherfucker, like, that not is a chance. bullshit, yeah. man. It's yeah. chest day. <laughs> I'm not a fucking runner. I'm not going for a walk outside. Are you kidding me? Yeah. yeah. If I got to go anywhere, I'm either yeah. running or taking my car. Yeah. I'm going to go inside to the gym and walk on the treadmill for 10 minutes to warm <laughs> yeah. up. I'm not going to go for a walk. Yeah. You know? No, I hear but, you, man. It's, more people should do that. Absolutely. And I think it just, uh, it hits our primal instinct too when you get in touch with nature, especially absolutely. like I go out in the bush and walk. Yeah. So I see all sorts of wildlife and all sorts of shit. Yep. And I think it triggers something deep down inside us. Sure. You know, back in the day is what we used to do. Well, they, there's, there's shit all over the world now. Like there's grounding and whatever. They have these forests in Japan. You can pay to go walk in for that kind of thing. Oh, yeah? Yeah. yeah. You can pay to do anything. They're hey. capitalizing. Especially the Asians. You want to walk in this bush? You need to pay me money. <laughs> there's no gate, but just leave it in the box because, <laughs> you know. It's the honor system. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> But anyway, that's kind of a roundabout way to talk about recovery for me anyways, but yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, uh, that's good that we went into that because I mean, you could talk about every tool in the world, yeah. but, uh, yeah. when it comes down to it, it's simple, and simple free shit, man. It's free. That's right. Yeah. Zero cost. Yeah. It doesn't, I don't know about your door or anybody else's door, but my door doesn't fucking charge me money to go in and out. No. So that's no. nice. Yeah. Perfect. <laughs> mm-hmm. Actually, the other night I went out there when it was snowing. I just went out there in my underwear and just did some cold therapy. Yeah, dude. Yes. I, Love that. I don't I, know why I like to torture myself with cold therapy, but it's like something in the back of my head's like, yeah. I don't want to do this. I, 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 I want to do this. I want to do this. I hate this. Yeah. I want to do this. I, I think don't, that's instinct too. Like you're talking man, about. I don't know. Going like, out for a walk, but like we're not exposed to that shit anymore. No. And you know, like uh, I actually had a big chat with David about this, about how we used to have a whole brown fat layer that over time, you know what I mean? Like we've lost that, all these, all these different things that we've adapted in the opposite way. Yep. Like we've lost so much shit that used to make us survivors. We're house dogs now. We're the house dog version of humans. (laughs) You know, we used to be wolves. And then, oh shit, there's a fire and yeah. now we got some food and now yeah. we got a, oh, we got walls and now we got beds and all this fucking cell phones. And now we're just depressed little fucking Chinese pugs, you know, living in our living rooms, right? It's a good way to there's put There's no it, fucking man. wolf left. They're all, yeah. they're all in the bush, yeah. you know, but. Be the wolf. By the way, wolves eat yeah. ass first, guys. That's right. So live fast, eat ass. Eat ass. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> there, you learned something from this podcast. Don't right. say you never did. Unless you already knew that, you weirdos. Yeah. I mean, I, I didn't know that. No, I just learned that. Just learned that after. That was one of our conversations after our shoot. We were talking about being attacked by wild predators. You're digging a hole. And they're like, uh, they're like the, the wolf eats ass, ass first. I'd be like, oh, the first 30 seconds wouldn't be bad. <laughs> Just joking. Just joking. <laughs> I don't uh, like my ass eight. Yeah. <laughs> on, that, on that note. Anyway. Crickets. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All these other people at home, I, I don't like my ass eight either. Yeah, nobody does. You know. <laughs> it's 2019. If you're not eating ass, someone else is, all right? <laughs> uh, on that note. I feel like this is probably another good point to start wrapping it up for the night. Yeah, man. Good conversation. Uh, So much knowledge. I just, every time we get here and just want to start dropping, man. Time flies. Yeah, it does. It does, especially when we get together. Yeah. And you got, everyone listening, this is, uh, it's not like me and Muscle Bill see each other every day. So when we actually do get to see each other, we're so pumped about this podcast that we like he came over to my house hours yep. before and we talked so much shit before yeah. the podcast. It's like three hours of hanging yeah. out. Yeah. <laughs> we're like spewing all this information. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then we get to the podcast. We're like, sup, sup, man. <laughs> you want to you go to the gym or whatever? Yeah. It's a time to work out, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but just one thing I want to talk about quick too on a wrap up, which actually I mentioned to you earlier, but uh, I want to promote donating blood, blood product. Yes, sir. Canada blood services um i can't personally donate blood but uh for my surgery to be a success i've got i believe it was 67 units of blood product wow what's, during a, that time. what's a unit you think i don't know the volume amount but i know that well let's put this into context so my parents met a guy while i was in hospital who had a heart transplant so full-blown heart replacement yep and his surgery required 29 Units of blood product. Wow, for a whole transplant. Yeah. And you needed how many? 67. It's a lot of blood, man. It's a bit. So anyway, literally when I woke up, I had almost none of my own blood left from what I can really put together. So I'm here because of people donating their blood. And like I said, I can't donate that back to pay it forward. So I'd like to promote that, you know, especially in the health field. There's so many people that can donate and do donate, but just a friendly reminder, like, I'm literally here because of 67 other people that I'll never know who they are. Awesome, man. And that's, you know, I'm not really getting into depth in that because it's feeling a little um, little emotional, I guess, about it. Oh, it hits close to home, man. That's why it's so important. Yeah, man. So anyways, I want to just promote that. So I've got a T-shirt actually um, working on with my – Good friend Andy Gibson at Crawling Panther nice. Tattoo. Old Andy. Yeah. What's up, Andy? So, and Bry, actually, again, shout out to Bry Sims. Bry Sims. Doing up us a, a sick little thumbnail there. Yeah, appreciate thanks, that, brother. Only. Appreciate it. But uh, so, those guys, Crawling Panther, the best dudes. And, so, this uh, t shirt is for. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm actually talking to uh, HAF, so Hard as Fuck Apparel on a Kingston. Oh, yeah. Brittany and Arthur up there, they run uh, the Iron King Gym. Nice. Crazy, awesome facility up there if you're ever in the area. But uh, they run a clothing company also, and so I'm just, it's been a slow process, but got the design coming into being finished, and then I'm going to send it up to them and get some shirts made. I want to just donate all the proceeds back. They're going to 
Um, Arthur and Brittany are going to help me out, kind of awesome. splitting the cost up a bit to try and being able to donate more. But uh, anyway, so that's a little Great project cause, I'm working man. on. And yeah. you know, on that, I just uh, went online to the donation and booked an appointment for next week in yeah. my yeah. area. Because listen, guys, if you're like me, I'm an O negative. Yep. And O negative is a universal donor. That that's means right. everybody could take my blood. But another O negative needs my blood. Yep. So it's super important to donate blood, but especially important if you're O negative. Sure. If you don't know what blood type you are, you should know in the first place because look up blood type yeah. dieting. Yeah. That's the first thing I get my clients to do. I've never looked much into that, to be honest with you. It, dude, it makes so much sense. Really? To me. It tells me my sensitivities, right. what I'm good for, and I've just learned... You don't think that has to do with gut biome, though, too? Like your microbiome? Oh, I'm, so, I'm sure it does. But you got to think, right? Maybe, blood yeah. delivers everything, right? Sure, yeah. So there's got to be some kind of correlation between sure. what your blood likes to accept and what it doesn't carry as much, yep. you know, so susceptible to it. Either way, yeah. donate your blood. Go. It's in you to give. If you're scared of needles, <laughs> suck it up. I think you get a yeah, cookie. You or get a juice cookie out shit. of it, guys. Yeah. Who else gives you a cookie? I mean, we could get into details, but. Yeah. <laughs> it's good, man. <laughs> and anyway. It's been good getting together. If you guys like uh, what you're hearing, shoot us a message. If you can like the podcast, share it, uh, subscribe on iTunes or Spotify, and leave us a review. We got a couple of reviews, actually, as I showed you earlier. I didn't uh, didn't realize that until I went and checked, and I was like, oh, fuck, we've got two reviews. Yeah, those are both me, anonymous. Five stars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, uh, and leave us feedback, guys. Yeah. We love hearing the feedback. The shoot message us a is message. like, clit dick was feedback, so uh, <laughs> if you right. want more of that. Gold nuggets come from the <laughs> listeners. We're not that smart. So, But anyways, appreciate uh, the listening, and uh, we'll get a guest on here shortly. Yeah, we got some good stuff lined up, and I haven't worked out uh, an outro, so I'm going to do like last time and just say <laughs> bye. bye. <laughs> <laughs> good work, man. Yeah, buddy. Here you go. Awesome.